Hi, we're the Petty Millennials, and we are back with another episode. So grab that avocado toast, grab your iced coffee, and get ready to sip on some petty tea with us. Ooh, that's right. Okay, we're back at it. So the topic of today's convo will be discrimination within the LGBTQ community. This is not just for people of color. This is for Caucasian brethren as well. So have either of you been looked at or viewed as less than like face-to-face on the app, dating-wise? Tell me, tell me, tell me. Within the LGBTQ community, yes. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been all over the place with that. Um, I've had experiences in which I felt um, that I didn't have enough color or I've had too much color or it's always something about my appearance my appearance and I don't know if it just has to do with the fact that I am a Latino which is you know usually a mix of a, of a lot of races multiracial ethnicity so um, I've been all over the place with that I honestly can't be on one side of that one for me, for you. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's hard because I don't feel like I felt viewed as less than, but I will say, I feel that most people within the LGBT community, and this is just my opinion, for some reason they view blacks as like a sex object, I feel like. And the reason why I say that's because there's been many times I go to Nelly's, for example, and someone who's you know a different race than I am, they always come to me, approach me, and there's really no dialogue or conversation. They just grab my junk or whatever. So like, it's not really feeling viewed as less than, but like, not all black people want to have sex all the time or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah. Like, you know, it's a lot of like a lot of uh, racial stereotypes right. that are out there because yeah. they all want. Let's just be real, like a BBC, and that's it. You know, Pretty but much. where's the the dialogue of getting to know somebody and actually like that? A good point. They want some people want BBC mm-hmm. in the middle of the night, but they don't want you. They don't want to be seen with you. You know, yeah. walking and down the- by uh, what's that? What was that? What's that bar? That's by Whole Foods. Oh, number, number nine. nine. Number nine. Yeah. Or Damn, they don't want to JR. see is number nine. Yeah. Why, why are you talking to this person? Who is he? And then... Yeah. Um, so I feel like in that aspect, like, that's where I kind of viewed as, you know, quote unquote, less than, because obviously there's much more of me, you know, it's a he, like a nice, talented brain here. You know, I'm very smart and, you know, I have a job and everything, 401k. Hey man, mm-hmm. health insurance. What about you, Adrian? Um, yes. Um, and not it hasn't really been with Caucasian brethren. It's been within the own community of other black guys. So I'm not. You all can hear me talk. I don't sound like you know, um, quote unquote, the typical black guy. So that's oh strike one. Same here. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't sound like him, and I can't help that. Um, me too. I grew up, all three of us grew up in an area where there was, you know, a multi-ethnic area. And then I moved to 
um, the family, of course, when I was in like, 11th grade, I moved to a county where it's predominantly black. And then they would ask me, well, why do you talk, quote unquote, white? And why do you do this? Why do you wear your clothes like this? And I didn't know that I was doing anything different because it's not what I was used to. Right. Um, but yeah, the normal thing is, oh, well, um, they like hood guys, just say, or the bad boys. That's what they like. So after trying so much, I just kind of just fell back and I don't really like, I don't really, I don't have any, any black friends. One, I have Philip. <laughs> I, I have you. I have Philip, <laughs> Philip has me. And I have another one. That's it. But it's like, it's like this, just, you have to be this, this caricature, I guess, in order just to, to be friends with this person. But, but speaking speaking of your other friend, though, like, do you think it just has to do a lot with location, too? Because, you know, obviously your other friend that you're talking about, he's not from this area. So he, too, kind of sticks out in a way, you know what I mean? From, like, your typical... DMV. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So do you think it just has to do a lot with the area, too? Because, I mean, from the cities that I visited, I've, I've actually felt much more comfortable, more welcome and more accepted so do you feel that way when you go somewhere else like outside of the dmv so are you saying let's just say black community like if i go to like los angeles are you like like that they look they look past just your this color of your skin yes i don't even no because i didn't i don't it's it's bad that i've it's gotten this it's a shame that it's gotten this it's become this bad but i've just withdrawn myself from even trying to befriend, you know, um, a black, another black male as a friend, because I feel like I'm going to run into this wall of, oh, well, I'm clean cut. So why don't you have a beard? I don't have a beard because it doesn't grow in like I would want it to. Um, I have a nice beard, by the way. He has, see, it, <laughs> mine won't grow in full and thick like that. It won't grow in that way. So I don't have one. I have it. It's very low. It's damn near invisible, but that and then oh well why don't you dress this way and why don't you you know why don't you like this artist and then so on and so forth and why do you talk like that that's the number one like, thing i hate like, and that's yeah. even like a discrimination within our own community thing that's just in general in, in society because that's, that's something i've always got like bullied on since like you know elementary school middle school high school yeah. why do you talk white I'm like, what does that even mean? You and know? even with me, like as a Latino person, we're I guess we're technically not supposed to be speaking perfect English or have perfect grammar. And I get that a lot, believe it or not. Like at work, like they're like, oh, you're very articulate with what you say and stuff like that. Well, were you born here? I'm like, no, but you know, I picked up the English language well. Yeah. Just mm -hmm. like an educated, normal educated person would. So yeah, it's it's sad. And, and I, me personally, I feel like it's a lot with this area. Right. Now, you mentioned something earlier saying, like, some of the, I don't want to, like, say, like, white or Asian, whatever, but, like, you said, they don't want to be viewed with, like, a black guy or something like that. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, Have you had experience? Not, not, not really, but, like, I think we've all had the experience of, like, we have a hookup or something. We see them out in public, and then we neither of us say anything. We just kind of walk past each other like nothing happened, <laughs> you know, six or seven hours ago. Right. But um, if I felt less than yes because if when I was on you know, uh, Grinder or this or that app, I would message someone, and um, 
I wouldn't get any kind of response back, but they would message someone. I'm not putting myself on a pedestal, but like the other person that, you know, you would see them with, I'm like, you wouldn't message me, but you're with that. I'm like, are you crazy? So kind of a mixed bag sometimes. Yeah. And I mean, I know that I'm not everybody's type. Everybody's not my type. I do get that. Um, but that leads into another conversation of like dating outside of my race. I'm all for dating outside of my race. I've been attracted to different kinds of guys that were white, that were black, Asian, Latino, from all over. So it's not anything new, but I think a lot of people, um, they don't want to date outside of their race because their parents and oh, what are my parents going to think? And if I don't date this kind of person, then my parents won't approve and then so on and so forth. So it, it's a lot of, it's a lot of stuff. Yeah, I actually can agree with that because I've had that happen to me when it's like, okay, well, you know, I can't be with you or I can't do anything with you. I don't want, you're not interesting to me because you're not the same color of skin as I am. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten that a lot too. So and I, I guess it just has to do with a lot of, I guess we're like, you know, the person grew up in the family or just the environment they're, they're in in general. Um, like you mentioned, you know, PG County, which is actually where we are now. It is prominently a, a, um, a lot more, you know, black people here. Yeah. And yeah, and like, I think it's just the environment that they're used to. So they don't really see a lot of like any possibilities without, without outside of their race, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for dating other races. I mean, I love everybody. I don't know. <laughs> calm down, Adrian. Calm down. Um, but no, I mean, I feel like you should. Well, I won't say you should, but you should at least try to date outside your race because also it exposes you to a different culture as exactly. well. You know, if you're someone who doesn't travel or can't travel, you don't have the coins. I mean, that's one way I guess you can travel, quote unquote, is just, you know, Find somebody different and find somebody, you know, who you like and everything too. No, I just I would get like I'm all over the place. I would get weird looks. Um, getting back to when I was saying, oh, why do you talk about? It? But I would get weird looks. Like even if I walk in like the grocery store, I would just get like these strange looks. I'm like, what is everybody looking at? Like, do I have egg on my face somewhere or something? What is it? Um, yeah, there are a lot. There's a lot of. You can learn a lot of things by dating outside of your race. Um, and then there's, um, with that, there's, especially with apps, there's dating outside of your race. And then there's just like a blatant, I don't want to date you because you're black. And all black people are, um, they're all unemployed. Just say, I'm just, these are stereotypes. They're all unemployed. Um, they all live in a bad neighborhood. They all been to jail. They all smoke weed. Mm -hmm. They all sag their pants. They're all loud. They're all uneducated. I want to date somebody that's, that's Caucasian or Asian because they don't offend quote unquote. And they're all highly educated and they come from well-to-do families. And if I take this or that person home to mom and dad, mom and dad will approve. Um, or oh, don't date a a Latino person because chime in. They're they're rapists. (laughs) They don't know English well. Um, they live with like 10 other people in a one bedroom apartment. Like they own a Honda Civic. Like there's just so many stereotypes for like, not even just like black Latinos, but like for every race, honestly. And I mean, it's just sad that people don't think that outside of that box, you know? And where I got that from, again, just a disclaimer, that was all from just stereotypical things that I've heard and 
um, online and in person. So this is, I'm not saying everyone's like that. It's just a generalization, a stereotypical general generalization. Philip? Um, um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, you guys touch, you know, all the points and everything. Um, but again, just find someone who you, you know, someone who makes you happy. Um, date someone who's different. Um, you know, don't worry about what people say. You know, one of my friends said that I may become a white gay's black pet. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm not going to mention my friend's name who said that, but trust and believe when I do see him, he will. <laughs> he's listening but on the on the bright side though like no, i'm gonna um, send him the link on this podcast like growing knows. up like uh when we were when we were kids and Phila, you know me and Phila go way back we actually pretty much you know grew up together but we were actually blessed to be around a bunch of ethnicities um and me being at, at one point i think i had a best friend that was black a best friend that was asian a best friend that was um latino so i just i was able african I was able to learn about all those cultures, you know, and that's yeah. what makes me an open-minded person today. You know, it's just sad that a lot of the people that we deal with just didn't have that experience, you know? They would think a lot differently. But do you think it's, okay, so you touched two points. So I think that one, we're not saying like anyone's like racist or anything like that, mm -hmm. you know, but you know, there's befriending people who are different races and there's actually like committing into like a relationship for mm -hmm. example i know people who have friends of all races you mm -hmm. know but they only date black guys you know in their mind they're black so they have to date a black guy but but why what is it but I, I think it just goes hand in hand because like i feel like if they were exposed to that you know multicultural experience i think they would think differently in a way oh, yeah, you're right you're you know right. and I, I think that's how i see it and it's like i said before like these people who stick within their race i mean that's what they were you know brought up to believe you know within their family so maybe growing up they only had friends of their own race you know yeah so i think that that's what it is no yeah i agree because this friend who said you know i'm a white gay black cat <laughs> i mean he grew up in the inner city so he's only been surrounded by you know you his, know, his same race. People his same that race, like, right. So, yes, right. Um, so maybe in his view, if I date someone outside of my race, you know, I'm being a traitor or something mm -hmm. like that. Or you're you being know? used by, you know, like you said earlier, just like a, a, white a sex toy. Like yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and guys, please, if you've had one bad interaction with a person from, like if I were to date someone that was Caucasian, just say, and I had one bad interaction. That does not make all of them. I can't say, oh, well, all Caucasian men are this, that, or the other. Mm -hmm. So now, if you're on your thousandth, you know, bad interaction, then you know, maybe step away <laughs> for a second and reevaluate a few things. Um, but be open, try new things, talk with some other people. Okay, so we'll be right back, you guys. Smoke break. We don't smoke. Coffee break. Coffee there break. <laughs> Wait, none of us smoke. Iced coffee. <laughs> okay, so we've had our avocado toast and a sip of iced coffee here and there. Yeah, so no smoking. No smoking, seriously. <laughs> um, so now we're going to get into more into the dating because we kind of touched on it earlier. So. 
Feedback takes on no fats, no fems, no makeup, be mask, be muscular. Um, Which bullet to shoot yourself with? I mean, for me, it's all about personality. So I really do not care about whether they're femme or mask, whatever those labels are. Um, it's all about personality because at the end of the day, if I don't like you, like on an intellectual level or just, you know, if we can't converse properly or whatever, then like, no, I can't. So for me, it's all about personality. Well, I've been shut down for being pretty much all of those in my past. So, um, I definitely have that no fad, no femme experience, um, and which caused me to make a lot of changes personally. But, um, you know, I'm not going to say that there were, it's not a one-sided thing because I too, at one point was pretty much, um, into a more masculine rather than feminine, you know, type of person. But to be honest, it's like you said, Philip, I think it just comes down to personality, to be honest with you. Like, it doesn't matter how masculine or feminine you are. Like, as long as you click with this person. Right. I mean, you guys could have a very, a very healthy relationship, honestly, if you were to get into the dating. Because we're all, well, you guys are in your 30s. I'm 29. <laughs> as I said, well, you're 30. <laughs> somewhere in between. But we can all agree that right now we're at a point where we want to meet somebody and hopefully that person is the one. And I feel like it all comes down to personality. Like, why would you waste your time with someone? Like, yeah, exterior, they look phenomenal. But interior, you know, they're like, like the worst like the devil yeah and it's crazy because like i think at one point i was like really i really believe that i wasn't like good enough like i remember one one comment that will always stick to me it's gonna it's it's the one that um this guy sent to me saying i need to look like i've seen the inside of the gym in the last 12 months because you know at one point i was a little heavier and had a little bit of extra pounds and i think that right there really just made me think well you know then i'm just never going to be that you know i'm never going to be what they want but like in all though like it just took for me to open up more a little and also like be more accepting of other people to kind of realize hey you know what well he was the one that was wrong it wasn't me like the whole time you know like i i am somebody and i am you know He's good probably enough. in jail right now. Maybe. So. Yeah. So. I think a lot of people, just queer, gay men in general, bisexual, so on and so forth, a lot of them are looking for trophies to post on Instagram to make it look like, oh, I'm in a happy relationship. Look at my boyfriend. Um, we both match. Just say, I go to the gym. He goes to the gym. I have six packs, six pack abs. He has six pack abs. Um, so, surface level. It's like they're superficial. selling their relationship. You know, like they're trying to become like this power couple, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Yeah. And excuse my French, a lot of these people too. Like now that I'm looking back, a lot of people who want like have long lists of like, oh, what you need to do, what you need to look like in order to talk to me. They look like shit themselves, and they don't age well at all. I've seen that personally. <laughs> oh yeah, if you take up then especially listen, you see them in person without the face tune, without mm-hmm. Photoshop, and it's mm-hmm. like, who is this person? This person is who is this? <laughs> you were talking about my extra twenty pounds and you have an extra sixty. Boy bye. Look, there's nothing wrong with gaining weight. <laughs> we're not gonna shame anybody. 
But I'm just saying, like, you know, like, and then that, and it just goes, like, goes back to what I was saying, like, you just need to be more accepting because you're not, like, we're not perfect ourselves. We all have flaws. So you need to also accept other people's flaws. Yeah. So again, everyone has flaws. So there's this common thing about people having their shit together. Listen, if you have a job of, any, of whatever kind of job you do, something. <laughs> During the week, you do some kind of something with your time, be it your, um, you work in social media or you work in corporate America or you have your own business. You do something with your time. Fine. You take showers, you bathe. This is getting into another podcast. <laughs> but, you know, please be open to someone having flaws. Someone's going to have something. They're, they might be dealing with abandonment from um, their childhood or an abusive ex-boyfriend from 10 years ago. Um, you don't know what, what they're dealing with. Just be open to them. Police. Everybody has some kind of baggage, be it a suitcase or, you know, one of those small bags you get from Sephora. Now, yeah. speaking of dating, I do want to touch base, and I know this is not part of our notes, but uh, can huh. we talk about open relationships? I think we should talk about it because okay. it seems like it's the norm for the LGBT community, most likely probably the you know, gay community. In my opinion, it's definitely not the normal because if I'm dating somebody or am in a relationship with somebody, like you're mine. I'm not sharing you with anybody else. Yeah. But what are your guys' views on open relationships? Because, you know, I met a couple yesterday. They were very open. One of my good friends, he does have an open relationship. Um, and they make it work, you know, much more power to them. But how do you guys, what do you guys feel about it's, that? It's not my thing. I like monogamy, but. What I do like about open relation, open relationships are there are two consenting people that have the same like-mindedness. I want an open relationship. My partner wants an open relationship, and then they set their own uh, their own boundaries. That's fine. Versus this person wanting an open relationship and the other one doesn't, and then the other guy's out there cheating, and then you know the other partner finds out, and then it's this big argument and all of these emotions. Then that person's scarred, and then it carries them to the next. Please state yeah. your intentions up front. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with being like sexually adventurous, and especially when both, like you know, you and your partner are both consenting adults to that part of your relationship. Right. Yeah, that makes it a healthy relationship if you guys can be on the same page on that. It's not for everybody, I will say, because like you, Philip, there are people who are not willing to share their partner because you know especially someone who has been like so like level-headed like all their life or um you know just very like very cautious with you know everything they do especially like in the dating world like i don't think it's i don't think that person would be so willingly able to have multiple partners just because their their partner wants it. You know what I mean? That I think sense. the only way I can do it is mm. like I <laughs> No, there's a no if I wasn't expecting an if out of No, all I of mean this. I'm just saying like the only way look, the only way I would be able to do it if I pick the person and like we're both having sex with that person. So it's like we both pick the person who we want to like you know, mess around and basically make it like a threesome or something. But then again, like, you know, I'm very territorial. So like if my man is getting more pleasure with this guy, then, you know, 
is that going to become a mental health battle? Meaning, oh, well, my man's getting, just say, he's in with him, yeah. and then, yeah. oh, what am I not doing? And then It can be, because it, I tend to overanalyze things. So for me, that may be a problem. That's why I can't do it. But I'm just saying, like, I would want to know who he is messing with versus, like, okay, we have an open relationship. You get to mess with whoever you want to mess with. Yeah. I mess with whoever, and that's it. Like, I want to see what's done in the dark. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So... Have y'all been involved with anyone? <laughs> like, I knew someone, he had a boyfriend, and then I messaged him one day because he was on Grinder, and he said, hey, come over. Do you want to have a threesome with me and my boyfriend? And I tried it, and it just felt kind of awkward. <laughs> it, it just felt awkward. Um, I have not been asked yet. <laughs> um, but someone who I know who is in an open relationship, they did text me and say, come over and like suck my dick right now. Interesting. Yes. And I think I still have those text messages. But I, <laughs> I remember both of you guys' scenarios because I was right there. That's so funny. It's just awkward. Like, I mean, like when you have those, like an odd number of people, there's always going to be two people that are going to be that are going to be more interested in one another than the third party and then the right. other person's like a third wheel and they're kind of just like over in the corner and then uh, it just depends on the, it depends on the type of person that you are too because like you said like mental health can come into play too because someone who's been you know like self-doubting themselves for a very long time they finally find this person they could like really take that too hard like when they find out someone they they're willing to do have an open relationship because it's like okay well why do you need an open relationship i'm not good enough for you you know and it just Uh, can lead to a lot of problems yeah so i just all right millennials so we're back so let's wrap up the subject about open relationships my final thought is i feel people are in relationships or open relationships because they're not fulfilled in their current relationship. You know, they do like the person, they may love the person, but they need more that they can't, they can't get from that current person. Like they're trying to fill some kind of void. So whether they're trying to get a good dick in or they're trying to, you know, find someone that loves them in a certain way. That's my thought. That's my final thought about it. I think, um, you mentioned like convenience or something. Yeah, I think some people are with, um, they're in an open relationship because it's out of convenience. There's someone that I know and he told me like verbatim, I don't like the guy that I'm with, but I'm with him because I can't afford an apartment by myself. So I'm like, I'm tolerating him. A child by. And I mean, that's, <laughs> he doesn't deserve love. That's what he, that's <laughs> what he told me. And then like, I don't, I don't like asking too many questions about you know, why they're in an open relationship and what are the dynamics. I mean, why are they in a relationship? I'm sorry, but why are they? Because he's using him. Once you see the person that says he doesn't want to be with that boy and you see how this person looks and the shape, you'll see (laughs) it looks nice. So, um, but... But that's the thing too, like... Convenience. Yeah, it's not only convenience too, but... Uh, you're taking advantage of someone who probably feels like, oh, okay, well, I can't get anybody else, so that's why I'm with you, you know? So it just comes down to but a this, lot of your mental this state. This person, too. the one that doesn't want to be with the boyfriend, we'll just call him B. B, he can get... He, you, he, yeah, he has yeah, no he problem getting anything. But in his mind, he's like, okay, <laughs> but well... But why don't he just become like a sugar baby? I mean, if you're, I, if you're with somebody 
just because you're trying to be like on this come up or because you need money or whatever you, you might, might as well, as well just be a sugar baby yeah, exactly. well we're, we don't promote prostitution on paying millennials but you know what i'm trying to say you, like you know what i was trying to say i know like, i know i know but like oh. i am in my situation i mean i i would probably just date obviously like a much much like a sugar daddy because you know they'll spoil you they'll basically pay off your, they get your loans bills paid. and whatever and some of them don't even care who you fuck on the side you know they just want you as a trophy thing but. some of them want some some people that are sugar daddies they want actual companionship i mean not nothing committed yeah. but just because you know maybe they have a, a lonely life and this is all they have at the moment but my final thought is um people that are in open relationships fine i'm all for people communicating um with one another that they want to be in the same kind of relationship, be it monogamous um, or an open relationship. And if you are, we're all single, but if you are, if you do have feelings about, you know, you're not satisfied with the person that you're with in the bedroom or some, some kind of way, just talk to them and say, Hey, when we're having sex, you don't do this. I want you to do this to me or something like mm-hmm. speak up and don't go out seeking someone else. And that's going to cause another, it's going to open Pandora's right. box. Right. Exactly. Yeah, so I think we can all agree that there's nothing wrong with having an open relationship. Nothing. We all, yeah. we all know people who are in an open relationship and are happy, or so they seem. But um, like I said, I think we can also agree that it's just not for everybody. Right. All right, millennials. Oh, that's all. I was just telling him, Moises is playing with a paper napkin and I don't want Adrian the, is so the, paranoid the sound quality to, I don't want the mic to pick it up. So. Our, sound, our sound is fine, sir. Okay. Child, help me, guys. I'm, I'm, help I'm, me. I'm one, I'm Anyways, I think I think me and I think Adrian needs a sip of his iced coffee. Quality. So we're gonna wrap up, guys. <laughs> They're both throw shade against each other. So bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>